Yeah, we added that part too. Welcome to Alter Comics Presents. I'm Alex. I'm Jared. You're never any fun, Alex. I'm Adrian. Uh, when, you, <laughs> oh, when you start doing the work, then you can start figuring out what's in the podcast and what's not. You don't even have to do the work. You don't have to edit me out just because I'm singing along with the theme song. Yeah. It's In fact, that's actually more work for you to edit me out. It's really not. <laughs> All I do is select your well, then part. You I just hit your part hit mute. I feel like you're Because I shouldn't have to do that. You should, you should act like an adult, Adrian. Please. We're talking about <laughs> comic books here. I was Let's how, be honest. I was wondering how you take that one. Uh, hello, everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Greetings, programs. Uh, it's the week of Spider-Man, so that's our show. We'll see you all next week. Good night, everyone. Uh, but no. Uh, it's Wednesday as we're recording this. The earliest week would be able to see it would be tomorrow, Thursday, and that's not going to happen because I have to work till late, and then... Stupid Regal doesn't have Spider-Man showing until like 10 o'clock, 1040 at night, that night after 8 o'clock. It's like, oh, 8 o'clock or 1040. I'm like, well. You're old. I don't want to be out that late. You can be, though. Also, I don't want to see it Thursday. No, your cat is done. I want to see it Thursday night and then see it again Friday night also. Why not? Because I don't know. If you just hate it. it, you'll get to hate it twice. I, I, I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think I'm going to hate it. But. Anyway. Then you'll not hate it twice. But yeah, Spider-Man comes out this week, folks. What? Yeah. Spider-Man Homeward Bound. Homeward Bound. Uh, The meme I saw earlier uh, today was, why is it that each Spider-Man movie, he gets further and further away from home? I'm like, oh, you're you're not wrong. Yeah. I mean, it's because reasons and multiverse and ta-da. Who knows? We'll find out this week when we go see it. I already saw it. I will have had seen it, depending on when you listen to this. <laughs> I was surprised that Bruce Wayne was in it. You see, I like how you did that instead of your usual Captain America, because there's a chance Captain America <laughs> might actually be in it. Is the funny part. Which one, though? Uh, yep. Exactly. So, with Spider-Man and... Hey, what are we talking about comics? Uh, how this might be a copy of Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse, we decided, hey, what are some other comic books that are basically copies of others, and what, who did it better, which one was better, or anything like that, and... Versus. So, yeah, this is the comic book versus episode. Oh, my screen went away. So, uh, Jared, what is the first one on your list that you'd like to compare and contrast, and we'll tell you who is right and who is wrong? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> You're going to tell me who's right. What if I'm wrong? Did you not hear him complain there... about doing all the work oh, with my airport? Right. He yeah. can just edit He's us going out to be right wrong. every single time. <laughs> yeah, that's the joy of editor. You get to control the truth. <laughs> anyway. First Amendment, man. Yeah. And I have the First Amendment of freedom of expression, and that's editing the podcast. That's my form of expression. Yeah, I'm sad. Okay. So the first one on my list was House of M versus Flashpoint. Uh, both give us an alternate reality of the Marvel Universe versus the DC Universe. Who did it better? Um, very similar in some aspects, very different in others. Uh, basically, in Flashpoint, the Flash goes back in time to save his mom from being murdered. Well, that kind of kicks off a whole other universe where he never even becomes the Flash because uh, he's not struck by the lightning because he's not in his lab trying to solve his mom's case. So he he doesn't become the Flash. He's just basically a CSI normal guy at this point. Um, on the other side, it, it opens a little different. It opens, it opens with, with the already ex- happened. Like, yeah, ta-da. well, sort of. Like, the first issue, it was um, all of the Avengers and X-Men and stuff basically saying, what are we going to do about Wanda? She's really messing stuff up. 
and they basically go to Genosha, and that's kind of where it kicks off as uh, the next uh, scene has Peter waking, or no, Peter waking up or going to bed, one of the two, or something like that. (laughs) And it's got a picture of Gwen Stacy as his wife Mm -hmm. next to his bed. So many, many different things happen in that universe. He's still Spider-Man, though. And it blipped. Yeah, kind of blipped a little bit. So certain people are dead, certain people are alive. Uh Captain America was an old man. He was never frozen. Mm-hmm. Um Bruce Wayne on D- the DC side was the one who was killed in the alley, not his parents. That is the thing so. I think between the two that really threw me. The only thing that changed in the DC universe in Flashpoint was he didn't get the powers, right? So that means Bruce was killed instead well, no, of Thomas? Like, it was, it was Martha? It wasn't like he didn't get reaction. his powers. It was the butterfly effect. Of yeah. If his mom didn't die, how would that affect ripples and butterfly affect everything? So I wouldn't say it wasn't just because he didn't get powers is why Bruce died. It's like, no. It, no, it's like you throw a stone. How far does that ripple go out? Right. Yeah, yeah that didn't make sense to me because you're just changing one thing in the timeline versus – it's like every single time travel story, it's like, don't step on the butterfly, you know. But that's kind of explained pretty well with, we're, we're spoiling, right? Yeah. Yeah, both of these are years old. Okay. With Wanda, you know, doing, casting her spell, that basically gave everybody what they wanted, you know? Right. So she manipulated what? all of the timelines in the one timeline. Everyone's deepest desire. <clears throat> right. right. Wolverine wanted to be the head of S.H.I.E.L.D. Uh, and I think he wanted his memory back. I think that was... More so of what it was. Of oh, okay. Because at the time, he didn't. we didn't know his actual origin or anything. And he was like, no, my greatest desire is I want to know who I am. That's the unfolding because he figured out who he was. So he remembered the old universe, But he universe didn't remember too. until at the end when he's, when when she cast her No More Mutant spell. I don't know. Yeah, I, yeah. I just know that was part of it. They explained, oh, well, that's part of it because that's what he wanted. Now, he was also hooking up with Emma Frost instead of no, Jean. Mystique. Or Mystique because Mystique would shapeshift as mm-hmm. Jean. And she had uh, said something about his redhead fetish. Yeah. And, yeah, for me, these two are so similar, House of M and Flashpoint, because both contain pocket universes. Yes. That aren't – because Flashpoint, they did the whole universe and they undid it. So nothing right. really happened. Right. Other than it created the New 52 universe. But really, it didn't, they didn't really explain how it no, created it. There just, wasn't lasting effects from that either. They right. left out a flash. They, one of the flashes never and, came back. And one of the kid well, flashes. Mm-hmm. He's back now. Well, now right. But so imme- immediately then, though, like, oh, yeah, nothing immediate. really happened. No, not really. It changed a lot of different aspects to the DC universe. It got rid of the underwear on the outside and actually gave people pants finally. It gave DC a reason to renumber everything starting at number one. Yeah, no, pretty much. Pretty much. And House of M was... I mean, it affected the whole Marvel comic universe because even uh, afterwards, yeah, but they, did, they didn't do coherent. They didn't go. They, yeah, they didn't do concurrent like X Men, House of M, Spider Man, House of M. It was just House of M, and then all right, now everything else deal with the repercussions of this. Oh yeah, right. Because mm-hmm. we got the Sentry out of that. Yeah. Yay. Yay. <laughs> But yeah. it happened. Right. And he was critical for the next couple of years because how do we help him? He's crazy. Uh, we got a cool Avengers tower topper. We that got, was right. cool. We got no more mutants. We got no more mutants. So, yep. I mean, if you think about it at the time. So, we've got no more mutants on one side and a reboot of the DC universe that mm-hmm. didn't. I mean, it changed quite a bit, but 
not in the big scheme of things. Batman right. was still Batman. Sure. Superman was still Superman. It didn't change you know, any character's yeah, actual right. story. I mean, no one really rem- remembered it other than, other than Flash. Flash, who brought a letter to Bruce Wayne from his So dad. at least House of M, everyone... Avengers, X-Men, everybody, they knew it happened. Mm-hmm. So at least mm-hmm. like, oh, we reference, like, oh, we don't want to mess with Wanda because this can happen. We don't want it to happen again. Right. House of it, or Flash one's like, eh. Yeah, the Flash is the one who did it. He's like, I'm not doing that again because that made a lot of, was bad. Lot of bad things. That's the moral you of know, the week. That had Atlantean Army versus the Amazons, Wonder Woman oh, yeah, and right. uh, uh, Aquaman were at each other's throats. Yep. At war, Europe was underwater. I mean, they Shazam devastated. died. Yeah, Shazam kid. died as a kid. Wonder Woman stabbed. Stabby, I think stabby. so. Yeah, yeah. but well, uh, you know, they had they had a huge universe that had its own backstory. Also, I did like the animated movie they made of yeah, Flashpoint. That was, that was good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and okay, so why did each? Why did Marvel do what they did? And why did DC do what they did? Why did DC do Flashpoint? Uh, more money. They, it's always about more money. Yeah, pretty well, much. I mean, ultimately, but, yes. But ultimately, they were wanting to reboot the universe. They wanted to reboot the universe, not worry so about continuity, start a, with number one. Yeah, that was a good, actually a really good way to do it. And, and it, But it still held your established characters. It gave them all makeovers, different costumes. Some oh, yeah, of it got, wasn't the greatest because some of the Teen Titans stuff was <laughs> crap. Um, some of it was good, don't get me wrong. But, uh, you know, we've got a lot of new characters from that or revised characters from that i think dc got a really good um new library of characters to use like yeah the thomas wayne batman right you know pow pow you know batman versus punch punch batman you know uh we got i think they saw that they could do a lot more what if stories as it were oh yeah and be successful with it because of flashpoint all right and why did marvel do house of m more money were you not listening? <laughs> no, I would say they it didn't uh, reboot anything. I would say Marvel did House of M because they wanted less money. They wanted to rein in the mutants in pop pop culture. Because think about it, Fo- they Fox had X Men. I was going to say that was around the time that yeah. so mm-hmm. that was when Disney Studios was starting to ramp up their own. We need our own stuff. Well, why are we just giving them characters? Because if we put them on the X Men, then Fox gets the movie rights. Then correct. So like, all right, fine. F you, Mox Fox. No more mutants. Done. That's it. No more. You can't create new ones because if you want to create new ones, fine. We have humans. Yay. Uh, so. It was almost. It was in spite of money. They wanted. I think they did that to try to choke out. You know what? Though they did a really good job because I was really captivated at House of M. And no, it it was was a great story. After that, was was like, wow, this is great. Endangered species. It was, but I do think it was still (laughs) motivated by. Oh, sure. We need to put grind. You know, put the screws to Fox and saying, "Hey, we can't keep giving you more and more stuff that we get nothing out of." So we will try to starve you as much as possible. And I say that because since Disney has reacquired Fox, hey, there are new mutants being born again. What? There's so many new books, right? Marauders. Like it's like, oh, now they're opening the floodgates. Now it's ours again. Mm-hmm. Sure, do everything. It's fair There's game. New uh, mutant characters. That I, I think have, is a really great. Uh, I'm just gonna be blunt about it. That's a great segue to the next uh, versus. Which would be House of M power or House and Powers of X versus Court of Owls. So before we do that part, though, which one was better, Flashpoint or House of M? Oh, okay. Because we didn't actually say which one was better. Okay, if we're talking about contained story, I like Flashpoint better. 
if you're talking about the effects it had on the entire DC versus Marvel universes, I think House of M did it better because there were some lasting effects. Semantics. I would fully agree with I mean, that. I, I agree. Yes. I, I, that's it. I yep, and I might be biased because I'm a DC. No, guy, but as but, a self-contained Flashpoint was very self-contained, done to the point you don't know anything yeah. before, you don't know anything after. It's and, there, it's by itself, and You're you done. don't have to read 30 years worth of history to know what's going on in Flashpoint. Hey, here's an alternate universe. Sure. Things get messed up. They got to try to fix it. Right, done. I was actually not reading a lot of DC when I first read Flashpoint. I'm like, uh, what? Am I going to be okay with? It? Yeah, I'm going to be okay with it. I read it and I'm like, okay, all right. So uh, they both are better, depending on what, from a certain point of view. From a certain point of view. All right. So Adrian, Court of Owls versus House and Powers of X. You know, the, the, we were talking about that the other night, and uh, I think I said it was the best non-reboot reboot for each of those publishers. Um, because House and Powers, and I said this to anybody who comes in the store that doesn't even ask me. <laughs> um if they ask for X-Men, like, hey, I want to get into X-Men, where do I start? This is where you start, because all you have to know is that the X-Men, that mutants exist, and that might be it. Do you have to know that Charles and, and, and Eric were not friends? No. Do you have to know who Moira was before all this? No, because she actually tells you all that. Nothing, you don't need to know anything about anything and this is where you can start. And it was fantastic. I wouldn't say you don't need to know anything about anything. I would say as long as you've seen any of the X-Men movies or any X-Men shows, you're good. Like, that's all the background you need. Like, you basically know who the basic characters are, yeah. then you're I good. Because okay. they don't really introduce the powers or anything of everybody. But that's if, you, if you've seen the cartoons or the movies, chances are you're good. Like, and I you can just jump say right no, you don't even need to because that was the whole point. I think... I think part of the message that they're writing about is that they're just people and they're trying to survive. Well, I just think cares why everybody's trying to kill us. I think they're they're trying to get beyond that MacGuffin. No, I think what Alex is trying to say is like um, when I first started reading some X-Men, Kitty Pride was going by Shadowcat Mm. and she changed her code name. And I had no idea who that character was. Right. This is is, if you if you know who's. The general, if right. you know who Cyclops is, if you know who Storm is, you know, I think you, if you've got your core X-Men, if you know who they are and know what they can do, okay. you've, that's where a good place to start. It's not like saying, hey, you read, you want to read comic books? Read Saga based off of no information. No, <laughs> you can't do that with X-Men. You okay. can't say, right, oh, right. you know nothing about X-Men at like, you don't, you've never even heard the team X-Men before. Read this. No, you have to have some very base level knowledge on it. Like okay. you have to know who the, who Cyclops is, who Magneto is, who Xavier is, in the loosest terms. Yeah, very very loose terms. I mean, it doesn't take much to know them really quickly. Sure, but not at all. As yeah. long as if someone says, "Hey, I want to read X Men," you already know enough to here you go. It's not like, okay. "Hey, I want to read comic books." Okay, then we need to digest a little sure. bit more. Sure. Versus you say, "I want to read X Men." Done. There yeah. you go. Yeah, they've okay. already got a base. And I would say the same with with the Court of the Owls mm-hmm. with Batman. Yeah. Hey, I want to read a Batman book. Here, here you, you go. go. Yeah, some people may not know that. The first Robin grows up to be Dick, uh, Nightwing. So, right. you know, they're Versus, like, who's Nightwing? Why do I care about this guy at all? Right. Now, now someone's going to say, who's Batman? If you're coming <laughs> in, you know who Batman is. And the same with the X-Men. You know who yeah. the X-Men are. Sure. So that's why I want to say you can you, – there is a base degree you need to know. Okay. But it's very – the bars are very low, folks. <laughs> if you're listening to this podcast, you already know. <laughs> but The Court of Owls, I thought, was a great – when I first read it not that long ago <clears> – <throat> So sue me. 
because uh, I know that started quite a few, uh, three, four years ago. That was during New 52. Yeah, oh, okay. It was. That's been. 2000. Something. Oh, years ago. 13, 14. Yeah. Maybe 15, something it like was, that. It wasn't, it was earlier than 15, because, uh, I mean, I had, I was working the store long enough for Rebirth yeah. to start. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Anyway, just, uh, you know, the, the whole idea that Bruce Wayne is now kind of more like Iron Man. I'm putting a lot more tech into my suit and. Uh, I do need to know the history of Gotham and my family and blah, blah, blah. And it was, I think, a really, like I said, a really good non-reboot reboot. Yeah, it didn't reboot the series in terms of a reboot, but it added so much more history, continuity, and everything along right. those lines. You know, Even the villains, the Court of Owls. Right. That was a brand new set of villains and everything. They've been there the whole right. time with my air quotes. A brand new secret society that's been there for generations. That, right. That Thomas Wayne was a member of. Right. That Bruce's grandparents, great grandparents, they were all Dick part Grace's, of that. Dick Grayson's ancestor. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right. Who is still partially kicking. <laughs> yeah. But it's a, it was a great retcon without actually yeah. retconning anything. Right. It was like, oh. Well, who's to say, like, I don't know, we've never read Thomas Wayne's stories, really. Like, who cares? Like, sure. we can't say, oh, well, this counter contradicts that. Well, it's a secret society. It's possible. We don't know. Right? Sure. And yeah. that's, I think, what they've been doing really well recently as far as, like, with Thomas Wayne. We never had a story about him, so we can write whatever we want. Right. And we can make him out to be and something of a villain. Flashpoint Batman. And that could be Flashpoint someone Batman. from Flashpoint Batman, because, like you said, there was nothing mm-hmm. of Thomas Wayne. Flashpoint made him out to be a bit of a... A crazy man. Crazy guy who was as good as Bruce Bruce Wayne version of Batman. Just I mean, older. It, Maybe not in terms of like fighting style, but tactically and everything like that. It goes to show that mental illness definitely runs in the Wayne family. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't handle grief very well. You no. Know, and his mom turned into the Joker during Flashpoint. So. Right. Like but, I said, they don't handle grief very well. Uh, yeah. yeah. But back to the Court of Owls. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, that's... I'll get segued into Flashpoint again. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that. That's it. That's... I just like... They're both great starting points. Yeah. Right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I love the side stories to Court of Owls. Like the Nightwing one was really good where he's facing off against his ancestor. And that ended up being the Night of the Owls slash City of the Owls. Yes. Because the Court of the Owls was just Batman. Right. The first six issues. And then it spread, all right, from that one night, basically, to yeah, the... the tie All right, the Owls are breaking loose. They're, they are coming out of the shadows. They are in charge. They're, you know, so there's a Nightwing tie-in, a Robin tie-in, a Batgirl tie-in. Like, everybody that was in the Bat family had their own under Gotham story with the, with the right. owls and the assassins. I wonder if that's where they got some of the uh, inspiration for the second White Knight Presents book. Possibly. Uh, mm-hmm. Because that one, you know, definitely focuses more on like the macabre and the mystic aspect of, of, of Gotham City. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So who did it better? Who done Court, it better? Court of Owls or House and Powers of X? Adrian? Oof. And so, biasly speaking, House and Powers of X. You guys know that I love mutantum in in most any of its form but i have to give it to to court of owls because it was a singular character that they were messing with and i think that took a little bit more effort than a group of people so you're saying court of owls is better Mm. okay ironically jared i would have to agree because i've never read those books (laughs) you haven't read either one no Oh man, Why? you're missing out I, on Court of the Owls. I, 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 no, no, no. I haven't read either House, House of Powers. Oh, okay, Powers. That, that one combined. House, yeah. Those are two series that were combined. One. Okay. Yeah. 
Um, I forget. Did they I, trade them in they good individually order? traded yes. them at the very beginning? Then they combined them. Like I don't think it was much time that after that. Well, and so House and Powers is combined in a soft. It is hard. It was hardcover. It is also soft cover now. That I believe it is bound in the way that it was originally released. Mm-hmm. So it alternated House of Powers. House of X, Powers of X, mm-hmm. House of X, Powers of X, Powers of X, House of X. Because some every once in a while they did do double yeah. of one versus the other. Sure. I believe they did bind it in the release order, which was these, okay. the way the story is supposed to be told. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah. So issue one, issue one, issue two, issue two. Correct. Yep, but yep, yep. I never – I the main reason I stayed away from X-Men for so long is – and I told you guys this is because – they tie in every single X-Men story arc together. And, and there's a bunch of X-Men yep. folks, yes. folks. It's like when they separated them by color a couple years ago. Gold, red, blue, then there's Marauders, X-Force. Sure. I mean, there was like seven uh, books where, oh, guess what? Six issues in, we're starting to tie into each other, and you have to buy every single one of these to get the full story. There's now, like seven X-Men books seven, again yeah. right now. <laughs> right. You know, and, and cool thing, I just though. stayed away from them because I'm like, financially, I, I don't want to do this. You can, I think this time they did it better, and for the big events you do want to have all of the, the you know, yes, the issues across the big events the, definitely. But I think you can, like Excalibur, for example, if you just want to know about the magical side of mutants, cool, read that. Right, I think they are doing it better now. I've uh, Marauders has really, really tripped my it's interest. Uh, it is really good. Every time Alex and you guys talk about Marauders, I'm just like, I've got to get into that. X Men Pirates. So good. Come on, folks. Yeah. yeah. I When you said that, I'm just like, I, I want to read that. So. The only thing was at the beginning, I think people need to have the, the volume ones because they are reestablishing the New World Order mm-hmm. at that point. So you got to understand why the right. Marauders exist. Right. Why there's this political dysfunction oh, in and the X Men books. Great stories from mm-hmm. what, you know, just sitting here listening to you guys talk about a bunch of them. I mean, some of them are amazing. And I will yeah. say that if you have not gotten into the X Men, so like you, like you haven't, right? If you, you can totally read it in a skipping stone type of way, where you can read House of Powers X, agree on and then you can skip everything else up into Inferno because that's the next one. That's the next main connection of the story points. Mm-hmm. Now there's stuff that happens in between, right? However, you can get it perfectly. You can get away with fine of skipping that because this is the true continuation of that. Like oh, everything else is good. But it was leading up to this. Right. So it's like, all right, just read the House and Powers, skip to Inferno, you can go back to read the stuff. If you're an extra fan and you want to read the cool, fun stuff, but to know a baseline of X-Men information, what's going mm-hmm. on right now, you can totally get away with it. Right. That. And don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking on Marvel and X-Men. DC does it too. D- oh, you well, know, I, I every single, I you know, Batman just did it with the... Uh, um, I, I am going to, I'm going to cause some fights in, and this came in. saying Marvel, DC... Cut your production. Don't Agreed. we don't need we don't need ten Batman books. We don't need ten X Men books. Agreed. Less is more. So yeah, I I will make a firm stance on that one. Of, yep. Because X Men is intimidating for you to like where you right. jump in at. Right. Batman's intimidating because where do we jump in at? Because well, there are right. five different Batman and books. Each you know, and there's you know five different Batman books, and they all say Fear State at the top or whatever right. story's going on. And less is more. You know. Well, you even just not a couple episodes ago, you said. You missed out on the White Knight when it first came out because there was so much. Exactly. So why don't less you just is more. stick to writing solid stuff? Yeah, and we'll be fine. Have Tom Taylor write it, and I will buy it. <laughs> yep. That's the rule. But uh, his is always very self-contained. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, his doesn't tie in thirty different places. You don't need a con- You don't need a continuity. 
You can just do have a story for a story's right. sake. And don't get It'll me wrong, I like it when you know, like during Fear State, Nightwing showed up to help out Batman, or this and that happened. It's fun, it's but it's fun, not critical. But you don't need all of that, right? And DC is doing a much better job. If you want to read Batman's Fear State, you can just stick with Batman Fear State. You don't need Nightwing's story arc to to get all of that. You know, they're doing it very well. They don't, they're not tying in. You need to read Batman 500, then Nightwing 401, then Batman 501. You know, right. it doesn't go back and forth like that as much. It's very self-contained in their own individual comic series, but it's an overall story. So to round up on the uh, House of M, okay. no, House and Powers of X versus uh, Court of Owls. I'm going to Court of Owls also. I wanted to argue just for the sake of arguing, mm-hmm. but I no, yep. I can't. In clean con, I just can't. I, I think it was the that factor of like, no, you're retconning one person and you've got to do it well or you're going to ruin it. Yeah. Versus a team or a group of people. Uh, Next up, I'll go with Injustice, Gods Among Us versus Civil War. All right, but... Now, with so Injustice, Gods Among Us... argue. So... Injustice Gods Among Us, I'm counting all five years. Not just volume one, not just volume two, not just Tom Taylor stuff, but all of it. Okay. Versus Civil War. I would preface this starting out that Injustice is not in continuity. It is not continuity. Correct. Civil War. So I, if Civil War was. Right. Civil War was. So we just have to look at the stories themselves. So Injustice Gods Among Us, um, Superman goes murder, dictator, a crazy and takes over the world he has here here's that line by him batman says no you're just as bad as the villains by killing people he has his own team it's a civil war of heroes civil war has iron man's team versus captain america's team of avengers and everybody of saying hey we should be registered as superheroes because look how much destruction and power we have versus well no it's anonymity because our people our friends and family will die because the villains will go after them instead of us because they didn't get to us so, interestingly enough, all the teams end up siding, bringing on villains to help them. Right, because both both, both, books. both books. Because, both books. oh, we're too even. Well, all right, we'll turn the tide by adding these guys. We'll start, you know, not holding our punches. Well, if they're not holding their punches, neither can we. Mm-hmm. Uh, however, I love that Punisher was on Captain America's team yes. of on the underground saying, yes, well, you know, we should keep our anonymity. He knows because he lost his whole family due to gang violence because people knew who he was and everything. Right. And so Captain Mary started recruiting villains and Punisher was like, oh, no, pop, 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 killed all the villains right there. He's like, you you cannot stoop down to their level. Once you go to their level, then you're just as bad. We are supposed to be above this. Of course, he got kicked out of the team for that. Which is killed people. Which was a great scene by itself. It Captain was. Captain beating him up and he's like, fight back. And Punisher's like, not against you. Right. right. You know. So, I mean, it was definitely a who knew that of the two, Captain America and Punisher – Punisher had higher morals and was willing to stand by them more so than Captain America was. Because he's like, no, I'm not stooping down to that level. You shouldn't either. And that kind of did wake up Steve like, oh, crap, we are. We shouldn't mm-hmm. do that. We should be better. Well, I'm still beating you up because you still murdered someone. And we're still ultimately against just blanket murder. However, like it was one of those like, ah, crap, he's right. Well, and ultimately that's kind of the argument that Cap makes at the end is uh, one of them says we're winning. And Cap says – Everything except what matters, because he was taking a look at all the destruction yeah. around him. They're fighting just for the sake of fighting, and like, no, this is not, this is not the, the greater good, right? Now, exactly. Eventually, big picture, his team won, where they did remove the superhero registration. They did said, all right, you can keep your anonymity, and then then we get the whole Spider Man stuff. 
<laughs> however, but like he did end up winning ultimately. Like they decided, no, this is a bad idea because mm-hmm. some people shouldn't have that knowledge and blah, 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 blah. But in Justice Gods Among Us versus House or between that and uh, Civil, War, Civil War, which one do you think is better? For me, I'm leaning more towards Civil War. Same. Um, now, if it was just the first, vo- just the no, year, no, just year one, you said it, all five. I know. I'm six. L- let me finish. You said all six. I said if it was just year one, Injustice wins hands down. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Because it's a more concise story, it's a better story, it's more compelling. Sure. However, years four and five watered it down enough that I think it brought it down from like S tier down to A tier or, or B plus tier. Mm-hmm. Like it brings it down because it, it does not stick the landing. No. Now they changed creative teams. The story changed. It went from more of a technology and you know steroid use yeah. to magic use and that it was just that was year three i thought that they went with the demon stuff year two was is year three or four it was that oh year two is when transition they, is when it yeah. started but and they did alternate realities they brought in a different it got messy green arrow, green arrow? yep mm-hmm. okay that's kind of where the game and we kind of knew that that was going to happen because yeah. if you they remember the game came out at the same time, five years after Superman killed the Joker. Well, so it's the, like, okay. well, the game story jumped to five years. Right. Then it didn't come out five years after. It just, it jumped. Yeah, it, that's, it started, that's what it, I meant. Yeah, it showed them dying. And then like, all right, and time jump five years later. Five years later. Full on dictatorship. So this right. book was, okay, how did we get from like, oh, we're starting a fight Killing versus Joker a full on dictator Superman and the Justice League of sorts. Well, we also get that at the beginning of issue one of uh, year one because we see Batman up in, you know, the rooftops and, you know, the Superman reminiscent to the Nazi flag all over um, Metropolis right. with the, the red troops or whatever. The red stormtroopers. The red, yeah, the red stormtroopers. <laughs> no, it wasn't Metropolis. Metropolis was destroyed. Oh, or right. Or did they Gotham. rebuild it? I think no, it was Gotham. Was it, I, was it yes. Gotham? Okay. I can see them totally rebuilding it. Yeah, too. same here. I, I couldn't remember if but they yeah, did or not. Metropolis though. got nuked, so it's kind of hard to handle that. But, Which Joker's plan in that? That was one of the most diabolical comic book villain plans I've ever seen. It, I would say because of that, you could also compare it to elements of Old Man Logan as well. Of the brainwashing oh, yes. to destroy those that you oh, love. Yeah. Uh, I think that's where the comparison ends. That's why I don't want to compare them to. Yeah. Because it, it's just that one little plot mm-hmm, line. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the story is completely different. Yeah. But I think that is like, oh, I that see what comparison. you did there. Yeah. For that little bit. Uh, so what would you think, Jared? Of the two, Injustice as a whole franchise okay, versus if, Civil if you're... War. Just taking the Civil War trade by itself, I would give it to Injustice. All, but if you add all of, all of the Spider-Man story arc, the Fantastic Four story arcs, along with those, the sub, the, the subplots, Kitchen yes, story part, okay. there was the whole Marvel universe. Yeah, I mean, it was Civil all War of New is New York. You mean? Well, that's like I said, all of Marvel, <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But uh, I would give it to Civil War in that aspect. They did such a good job with, you know. Spider-Man revealing who he is, and then he's like, oh, crap, I'm on the wrong side. That was side. a bad idea. Yeah. That was a real bad idea. That sparked a whole different side story, a whole which, different aspect of it. There were so – which it, that story it just was, affected so much on Civil War. Which I mean, that story was – it's unfortunate. The Civil War trade by itself is just the tip of the iceberg of what happened it within is. the Marvel that's, Civil that's War. That's the thing. Whereas now, 
there was the other side there, you get the whole thing. There was some how do I put it? Not as good quality stuff in some of the Civil War stuff. Oh, agreed. Like Civil War Thunderbolts. Yeah, who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Like it is uh, whatever. Um I did like how they both started uh with killing a kid, essentially. You know, so oh, Lois yeah. is Lois is, is pregnant, yeah. right? And then uh the school got blown up by Napalm. Nitro. 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 It's like, okay, all right. So a thing that was out of control and insane sparks this civil war or injustice. This. They they just couldn't say civil war. They wanted to. You can tell (laughs) them they did. Oh, yeah. Like, well, in Justice League, so there's a civil injustice. So injustice. Injustice. Well, I think as good as civil war did, I think the prompting for DC's version of civil war was better. I mean, how do you make Superman an evil dictator? Sure. I mean, he's the symbol you of go after his the heart. DC yeah. comics. And you mean, how do you make Lex Luthor's dream come true? Because that's what that was. Yeah, you unleashed the Joker right. on him, pretty much. Like, Lex Luthor's always been like, I'm not anti-heroes. you know, i mean anti-Superman because he has too much power, ultimately. is what it comes. Now, there is yeah. also ego that he wants the power, whatever. Right. But it's like, he is not of us. Yeah. And he is too powerful. Yeah. So you should be leery of him. Well, that's you get injustice is what happens. If or you can get Superman, even um, the the Red Sun when he lands in Soviet oh, Russia yeah, in, yeah. instead. Yeah. So like it, that little bit of nurture can change your oh, whole yeah. outlook on everything. Joker's but interesting plan. enough, though, Luker, Luther, Luker, Luker, it's uh, Luther's twin brother. Luther um, was quite the opposite in the injustice. He sided with. With Superman, only until he realized, oh, that was a bad idea to egg mm-hmm. him on. And he secretly double crosses him and yep. makes the Superman yep. pills, basically. Yeah. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Uh, so, of the two, you said. I. I As a whole. As a whole. Because we're counting so, all of. Okay. I would say count as a whole because there is. I'm counting There's all of injustice. Five years of injustice right. versus what? The span like three of. Three volumes. Yeah. Well, just one volume of this year. course of a right. war. So, but, so if you do the, all of the additions to Civil War, I give it to Civil War. If you're talking about just the main, whatever, eight issue story arc, I give it to. Uh, Injustice. Yeah, yeah. If yeah, it was just injustice, it. year one versus civil war, injustice, hands down. Yep, agreed. Mm-hmm. Hands down. Agreed. No competition. Agreed. But when you do the story as a whole, yeah, Adrian. Yeah, that's it. I mean, if we're sticking to just the core and year one, injustice. The core of civil war has some flaws without the side stories too. Like I, I've complained about this before, but mm-hmm. like the Spider Man. Oh, I'm on your side, Tony. No, I'm not. The start of a, a separate issue is. Him he's getting thrown on, he's out of a window. Yeah, he, well, he's getting thrown out of a window by Tony. It's like, what the heck just happened? Mm-hmm. You know, the last issue, you two were buds. Especially you know? when we got the back in black story with right. Spider Man because of Civil War <laughs> Two. Like so. that is still within the Civil War stuff. And, right. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, you have to have the additions to Civil War. All right. So, Alex, what do you say? Oh, I, I, yeah, I, I'm on the same page. All right, well, we're running a little long time. Let's do rapid fire. Uh, Dark Knight's Metal versus Blackest Night. Blackest Night. Blackest Night. Uh, let's see. Secret War versus Heroes in Crisis. Secret, Secret War. War. Not Secret War, not Secret Wars. 
Speaking of, there is a difference. If you read Heroes in Crisis in trade, it reads much better than it did in single issues, but they did not stick the landing. But also Secret Wars is still better. In Secret Wars still better. Uh, Secret Wars versus Secret Wars. No, Secret Wars. So you're talking about- (laughs) So we're talking about the- The Thanos. The Thanos one with the battle planet that was basically all the different sections of the universes Mm -hmm. of one universe onto one planet versus- Where we got the symbiote. Where we got the symbiote, Spider-Man. And the other one was where they're wearing the dark costumes. The other one- was no that was no, secret no, war that okay secret that's war. Secret the, war. the newer secret wars was all the different universes so we had thor verse world the we had ultimate universe we had 616 <laughs> universe where uh doom, doom was was doom god died. uh for me i would say the newer one was better uh sure the first one had gave us uh venom symbiote however the new one gave us miles morales into the main comic book universe it wasn't he's no longer in the ultimate universe he's in main 616 well, with peter running around without those aspects. Even what do you think the, the better story, story is. I still say the newer, newer one. Newer one. I still think because it was Doom as God and mm-hmm. just the whole all the different you know, what if universes basically on one you got snippets sure. and then you could see the battle worlds where you actually see all those little snippet stories everything. I think I think we have to take into it fa- into account that the fact that uh, what Secret Wars was 30, 40 years ago. It's been a minute. I mean, so there is that. So we have to remember too that. Very different writers, very mm-hmm. different world that we're living in that inspires those writers to do different things. So I'm still going to say the original. So your original, I'm going to... I'm going to have to go original. Okay. Just because I have read it. Yeah, so you, haven't read, you, haven't read, you haven't read the new one. So you keep telling me to, but... It's uh, pretty good. Yeah. yeah. You need I to. I need to. Uh, Marvel, so. Marvel Zombies versus Deceased. De- Sorry, you pointed at him. Jared? That's a tough one. There's aspects. Uh, I like Deceased better. Remember, this is Rapid Fire. Okay, Rapid Fire, Deceased. Deceased. Deceased as well. I and think the Marvel one focused too much on Spidey. Last, Agreed. Last Night on Earth versus Old Man Logan. Ooh. This will be the last one. For me, Old Man Logan, hands down. I, I did not like Last Night on Earth. Why Last didn't Night. you like Last Night on Earth? I, I don't know, but this is Rapid Fire, so go. Old Man Logan for mm-hmm. me. Okay. Old Man Logan. All right. So there, just force your hand with rapid fire. Yeah. So with that, we'll move on to our picks of the week, the books that came out, Spider Man Week. That is December fifteenth, twenty twenty one. I'm a little surprised at how light this week was. Uh, it's getting towards the end of the year. We're still handling a lot of shipping delays, especially with Marvel. They're usually coming out a week or two later than what they're originally advertised as. So everything is getting supply line pushed back and whatever. I mean, think about how much for Marvel at least. When everything came opened up from COVID last year, they're like, "Oh, yeah, we didn't stop printing. We just here. We're just putting all the things out the same week. We don't care because we have we have deadlines to reach of you know this team, that team, whatever." So now I think they actually ran through that backlog of everything. So like, "Oh, our stockpile's gone now. So let's just print stuff out as we can." Um, that's the news I can tell. Uh, I think next week will be the last real week of shipping for the year. And then we'll have the uh, week between Christmas and New Year's, which is typically super light. And by super light, I mean a total of like six books at all. Being so light that, that we won't have an episode that week. Uh, or we can do our recap episode, uh, the best of 2021. We'll see how we'll see how it goes. We'll see what we come up with to talk about next week. So this week, anyway, Jared, you have your book out in front of you. What okay. do you want to talk about first? Um, I'm kind of rapid fire this one just a little bit. Um Batgirls number one. It's multiple Batgirls all teaming up in the same book together. And this is a miniseries, I believe. I don't think it says no, on I cover. I think it's ongoing. Is it ongoing? I think so. Is it's that... ongoing until it's not. We'll put it that yeah, way. Yeah, pretty much. Um, is that the Cassandra and Stephanie one? 
With Barbara. With yep. Barbara. Okay. Um, if you were a Batgirl, you're in this. <laughs> yes, pretty much. Um, I really like the updated uh, spoiler costume where it's actually like instead of a Batgirl costume, it's spoiler, but it has a bat symbol on the chest. She's officially part so, of the family now. Right. So it's got some good aspects. Uh, the art was a little iffy for me, um, but- if you're a fan of any of the Batgirls past yeah. or present, then this yeah, would be this, for you. Yeah, yeah. And it's a number one. It's jumping on point. It's be a good one to pick up. All right. I'll go next with one that I know was also will be a co-pick for you. Yeah. Which is Robin and Batman, number two of three, because it actually says of three. Robin and Batman or Batman and Robin? Robin, Robin and Batman. Batman. All right. Because uh, good job. Batman and Robin is usually a Batman story that happens to have Robin. This is a Robin story that happens to have Batman inside. Okay. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and this is Dick Grayson learning to be Robin, the original Robin, the OGR is what I want to call him. And I love the relationship between Alfred and Dick and Alfred and Bruce. I know and... I know they've been pushing the relationship with Alfred and everybody the last, you know, two years since he died. However, like this just He's like, dead. Oh, Let him go. He, no, this no, is, it does a good job. Like <laughs> it shows he is the glue that kept the Bat family yeah. together. Yeah. Like uh, he he really snaps at Bruce in this. Because he is for all intents and purposes, he was Bruce's dad. Yeah. I mean, after mm-hmm. Thomas died, when Bruce was a young age, Alfred raised him. And Alfred is basically telling him, no, I raised you better to do this with Robin and everything. This yep. has got like that watercolor yes. feel to yeah. it, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. The art is not for everyone. No, but it it, is yeah, I think very, it fits the story since it's... It looks like a child's dry- diary. Yes. Like, it looks like he is drawing it himself. Like, this right. is Robin's, okay. the Grayson's, he's not an artist. This is his best sketches. Right. And it reflects that pretty well. It has that youthful look to it, I guess. Yeah. It's uh, Dick Grayson's birthday. So Bruce takes him to the Watchtower. Up in space. Headquarters of the Justice League to meet all the Justice League members. Um, He meets all of the other sidekicks. sidekicks, Which is definitely like, oh, he's forming the Teen Titans right here. (laughs) It is on that. And I don't want to give away anything else with the story because there is a secret mission that is revealed. Yep. And Alfred is not too happy about the sense nope. of your mission. Nope. And that's that's where he... Uh, he basically, and without giving away completely, he's like, let the child be a child. Like, yes, he's a soldier or whatever, but also ultimately, let him be a human. He doesn't have to be a, a mini clone of you. Right. And... The, this shows... Good. How good Dick Grayson is. Yes. Yeah. That's That's the other side of it, like... There's animosity between Bruce and Dick nowadays. You can definitely see it here with Alfred disagreeing with certain aspects of things. And There's you can lot- see that trust building, though. Like, Dick Grayson trusts Bruce 100% to train him, teach him to know what's best for him. He listens to Bruce, but there's still the side of him that's a bit rebellious. And you can tell that they will butt heads in the future. There's a lot of, well, let's agree to disagree in yeah. this. And yep. now he's still a child. He doesn't really you know, talk about that very well, but you can definitely see the roots of that in this, right. which is impressive to see the roots of a young Robin, a young Dick Grayson. And he's been in comics for what? 50 years now. Like <laughs> it, it's, it's, it's so interesting to see like, Oh, well, this is where it started. Dick you Grayson know, is older than wonder woman and the Joker <laughs> by yeah. like a month. <laughs> so like, that's impressive yeah. to see like how they're still showing that origin and everything now, even. So, and is this even a, is this a black label or no, this is, no, this, this is, is not. So for all intents and purposes, this is continuity. Yeah. And it's written by uh Jeff Lemire. So 
who's, who's done who's, a bunch of Batman yeah, stuff in the past, so it makes sense why he knows the characters. Yeah, he everything. knows the characters very well. Very good writing. So yeah, that is Robin and Batman number two. Three will be out. And we have one and two right now, last I saw when I was in earlier today. Who knows how the Facebook live sale goes tonight, but I definitely would recommend getting this in singles or in trades. It is a thicker issue where it's not staple bound, it is glue bound, so they know it's going to be a bigger issue. Yeah, so, number one was like that too, yeah. I believe. So yeah, uh, Adrian, what's the first one on your list? Uh, I'm. She has had some really uh, big followings, I think. Uh, maybe not here in Lima, but Peach Momoko uh, released another Demon Days. Um, I don't agree with the numbering, because every issue is a number one. That's super annoying. But this is issue three, for all intents and purposes, of the Demon Days book that she has. It's one part C. Yeah. It's uh, it's following a feudal Japanese. Um, he Wolverine was in love with her from Japan. Uh, oh. Uh, um, Mariko. Mariko. And um, so there is like Wolverine is in the book, but as an actual Wolverine, you know. Um, an animal of, Wolverine. Right. Uh, the... the um, like in this one, we get uh, a couple of Japanese gods where we have Storm and Thor portraying these Japanese gods. Um, it, it, the art is very unique. Uh, I like it a lot. I like the story. It's very reminiscent of some of the older Japanese stuff. Um, yeah, I just it's been one of those books that I, I thoroughly enjoy. It's a unique story. Um, it is like a feudal Japan art style almost. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's not anime style. It's not manga, no. Manga, no, I mean, it's not. Yes, thank you. Uh, but they do a good job. She does a great job. Um, she's been one of those uh, Marvel Stormbreakers. Where they break out the new car- new writers, artists. New writers, new artists. Yeah, right. Some of them I'm like, really? That's who you're using? Because I don't know. That's not very good. Uh, but Momoka has been one of my personal favorites. All right. Awesome. Uh, Jared, what else was one of your picks of the week? Uh, Teen Titans Academy number nine. Uh, this is really good. It's got like a homecoming dance uh, type feel. Um, if you remember the last issue, well, um, uh, <laughs> Spider-Man homecoming Ho- dance. Spider-Man homecoming. Yeah. And what homecoming. could possibly um, go wrong? Roy Harper, they find out he's alive and he's back. You know, no, they he's, named... he's not done anymore. No, not anymore. It didn't take long, did it? It's We're only comics. nine issues in. They named the school after him. They've got a statue of him, but no, he's back. I mean, he, Surprise! He, he was dead in the Heroes in Crisis. Yeah. That's what killed him. Yep. Uh, but uh, yeah, we've got a lot of hijinks going on with uh, the dance. Um, Simon, if you remember him. No, nothing. He's an old Teen Titans villain. He shows up. Um, a lot of good stuff. Red X, we still don't know who he is. Uh, that was my next question is, do we know who Red X is nope. yet? Nope. Still is don't know, but I think trick? we're getting there because something happens at the end of this issue to where, oh, the Titans are going to go after him now. Yeah. No. Uh, you're, the Red X was Robin yeah. and the Teen Titans cartoon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who was the a, good one, which not was, the bad one. Which was an understudy of Deathstroke. Deathstroke was the main bad villain in the animated series. Which they hint at this in here. They hint that Dick Grayson was Red X at one point. Well, no, they said that in the like, first oh, they, few they issues. Oh, they did. They yeah. did. It was like the first or second issue. They're like, I was Red X. Right. That was a mistake. Um, 
which I don't really somebody, remember. Yeah. I don't remember that in comic book continuity at all. No, not at all. So, so that's just a retcon that we're all going to have to live with now. It's so. a rebirth thing. Yeah, that's maybe fine. they'll maybe that'll be in Robin and Batman number three. Flashpoint. <laughs> we'll just wait on that. Yes. So well, that's uh, the opposite of a flashpoint. Uh oh. It was extend, when he goes back in time. Blunt. And... <laughs> Instead of a flashpoint. Okay. Right. Is that what they're going to call the new Flashpoint? Was, that's much better than my answer. I was just going to say it's where Barry goes back in time, nope. time to make sure his uh, mom gets killed. No, nope, I was with the literal of Flash and Point. So. so, yeah. You see him, you know, travel back in time and somebody happens to push her into traffic. Yeah. Oops. Or no, maybe the opposite of Flashpoint is like extended high five. Because instead of pointing at someone, you're just doing a high five. Maybe that's what it is. What's the flash? No, point, just, you should have just stuck with covering the first up. One. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed and stuff. I don't know. Anyway, nope. so uh, Titans Academy number nine. Number nine. Yep. Uh, my final one for the pick of the week will be Wastelanders Wolverine number one. Uh, this is a direct follow up to Old Man Logan, like the not, original. Yeah, this is the original series, the not actual, the ongoing. The actual original Old Man Logan that was in the wasteland where he had killed everybody, you know, that we talked about where it was compared to um, Logan. Well, no, the illusion stuff was similar to Superman. Yes, in Injustice. Injustice. So this is the actual Wolverine yes. killed everybody. And he is, if you remember the original story, he was carrying a baby Hulk banner thing. And just was walking off like oh, he yeah, rescued right. it. This is a direct pickup from that. Good to go. It is a one and done issue as well. Sort of. Aren't there going to be other Wastelanders? They are doing kind other Wastelanders as like well. Hawkeye, I thought I saw Hawkeye, that. Hawkeye, um, Widow, Quill. Like yeah. there's there's like five or six of them right now. But they're, but they're all number ones. It's they do a good the job. They do a good job of uh, leaving it wide open like they did in the original uh, Old Man Logan. They leave it wide open for it to be continued, but you don't have to. Yeah. And I mean, the next one is uh, Wastelanders Hawkeye's next issue. Mm-hmm. So in, I know they've done Old Man Hawkeye, you know, other stories, Old Man Quill. Like they've done other ones as well that was in the same universe as this. Didn't Old Man Hawkeye get killed in the Old Man Logan story arc? Right. Because the Old Man Hawkeye books was a prequel to Old Man Logan then. Okay. They did that's, that. what it, that's right. So. So yeah, uh, Wastelanders, Wolverine, number one. It's a one-shot. It's one and done. There'll, there'll be other one-shots that take place in the same universe later, but this, I really enjoyed this. Is this where we get the Tyrannosaurus Venom? Uh, yeah. Yes, okay. that was right. that that world. All right. Cool. All right, and Adrian, what is your pick, last pick of the week? Uh, Adventure Man by Image. Um, it by w- Image. <laughs> There's also people that did it. It was published by Image. There you go. (laughs) Whatever. Image. He's a cool dude. (laughs) Game over. Anyway. Read Adventure Man, people. Uh, It's it's this kind of like noirish story uh, of a team. Uh, this is the second story arc. They took a they took a break. Like a long break, didn't they? Uh, Like it's been a minute. Yeah. But uh, Die showed me that that wasn't necessarily a bad thing. Um, they, they ended well, finally. Um, and this is just another adventure, another mystery that she's, uh, following up with. Uh, this is the second issue in this arc, I believe. Issue eight, seven, eight, six. It ended on six last time. So this is issue two, technically, of Adventure Man. 
and uh yeah it just it's it's just a classic fun adventure not trying to change literary world or anything so every once in a while i want a book like that that's just point a point b give me a good adventure give me a fun little mystery and give me some good art like we used to do it's like a popcorn movie you just enjoy it you read it you're good you don't have to Mm -hmm. digest complex stories That's good. Thanos wasn't right in the first Secret War. It was crazy it when Captain America showed up. And it was crazy when Captain We're not asking a question like that. Like, was Thanos right? Is that Mephisto? Anyway, so with that, we will move on to the last second to last segment. The part I hate. This is a, this is a warning, Jared. It's the second can't. to last segment. What's the last segment? Oh, that gives me time to prepare. There you go. You're welcome for that. Uh, so the second last segment, which we are digesting Saga Volume 8. We have this volume and one more volume, folks. Next week, we'll announce what we're going to start reading after that because we won't tell you no, we won't tell you guys so you can read. And so we'll know what to talk about, too. So if you have any ideas what you want us to talk about graphic novel-wise that we should discuss and whatever, let us know. If they were taller, if like they were just longer, would they be giraffic novels? Uh, so this is Saga Volume 8 <laughs> that covers issues 43 through... 48. 48. Um, so uh, let's do like we did last time. and Let's do broad strokes of the story and everything. Okay. I think that worked out pretty well. I want to just start with the very first page, though. Welcome to Abortion Town. And it's not just the sign. It's There it, is a cowboy owl wearing a sheriff's badge and a stethoscope. It is so weird, folks. Well, the stethoscope is worn like a, a cowboy uh, bolo tie. Yeah. Like, yep. it's... And the cowboy boots are made for an owl's and they're talon. Pink. And they're, they're pink. bright pink. And ridiculous. They have the bubblegum zebras in the background, the multi the yep. multicolor zebras. Just like, uh, was the, was the name of the Those gum? were terrible. But was that name Those... of that gum? Um, it, it's, I know it's awful. Like, the flavor lasts like five seconds and it's gone. Yeah, you unwrap it and the flavor's gone. Stri- uh, stripes. 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 Zebra stripes. stripes. Yeah. Zebra stripes. It's like that gum where there yep. are multiple colors. But that's what my first so, instinct was. Oh, yeah. it's like the gum. When I opened that up and I saw that, I'm just like, oh, this is going to be good. <laughs> uh, but to recap, though, she'd already miscarried from the getting wrecked the... through a baby planet head thing. Well, they were getting sucked into a black hole equivalent. Right. Yeah. Right. And their rocket ship had extra throttle too fast and she miscarried right and they need a way to remove the miscarriage because otherwise you know bad stuff could happen mm-hmm. and right. and so we're reeling from the effects of that so yeah it just it kind of makes sense that they got to figure out how to get this procedure done without anybody really knowing because remember they ain't supposed to have kids right they don't they do not they should not find any real quote real help because they'll draw too much attention mm-hmm. uh they get turned away. They find out that there's a dirty little secret that the ship does whenever it, it sets up its roots and sends out its waste. Uh, oh, yeah, right. The fecal matter waste. Where, uh, what was the, was it uh, Dogma that had the poop the monster? Gal- the Galgothan ish demon. Yes, the poop monsters that, uh, that was in there. Is, was what has spawned in this, where there are... <coughs> Uh, what do they say? A close representation of the people that pooped them out is what it turns into. Mm-hmm. So you get to poop everybody and it's fecal matter everywhere. But you find out that, hey. Alana can do magic. She, she has magic yep. now. Uh, wings aren't supposed to be able to know magic and do magic. And she can. And I like how long she was just kind of like, boom, 
Boom. Boom. Wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, how? Like, this is me doing this. <laughs> There's like definitely an audible. She tried shooting it, but like, oh, the guns, those guns do nothing against it. And then, yeah, auto, like just the reflexes kicked in. And that was pretty cool. Like on that last page, when she was looking at her hand, I almost thought she was making like a finger gun. Like, wait a minute. <laughs> I wasn't holding a real gun. I was just making, but it's not. It's just looking at her hand. Which, and the other uh, horned creature, Petrie, is that how you say their name? That's. That was a dinosaur from the land before time. We don't talk about that. It makes me cry. But good to know. Uh, but the other uh, horned creature is like, oh, they weren't like worship oh, you because yeah, you're carrying it because you're now a like you're not just a person like you know you're pregnant that's like you're like above royalty level like well i don't think it was as much that it's uh they said uh only the horned creatures can uh their blood is the one that is magical you know so if you have that that blood flowing through your veins you can produce magic oh right well, that, that's so, that's the next think, issue is what oh, it explains okay it. i'm jumping ahead I'm saying, okay. but before this when the child was still alive she's like no i respect you because you're pregnant you're carrying our kind i no touching like no no she didn't respect her until after it died well no she did at first cuz she's like no i'm going to hit you i i i can smell that you're pregnant Right, she oh, was. Right. She yeah. was expecting so, the fact that she was it, carrying life. Yeah, I think it was. She uh, wasn't revering her until after right, yes. the there's, baby died. There's two different degrees of like worship, almost of her. And yeah, then the second issue, she's Alana's like, what for being a walking casket or walking coffin? Yeah, yeah that cracked me up. She's like, I'm just nothing more than a coffin, you like, know? And like, oh, that is. It, she's not wrong. She, she's not wrong, but that's also still like a not the best way to look at that. No. Uh, we do go back to uh, Goose and uh, the prince's kid having their own little adventure on their planet. And we get to see new horse people. Yep. New centaur people of sorts. One's kind of weird because he's like the half human parts like on the back of the horse. So there's still like, a horse head in well, front of him. Right. Okay. So Adrian, I know you're like, who comes up with this? Fiona, please. You got to tell me. But where are you getting this stuff? The horse hybrid kid that. So the mom is like full on centaur, like horse body and like the head of the horse is her torso and blah, blah, blah. And the, the dad, one with the rifle. Yes. And yeah, the yeah. dad is pure human for, let's say. But the son, the head of the horse is like a skeleton. It's dead, but it's the human half because they're a hybrid is in the middle of the horse. That's why they're in the middle and not in the front because yeah. it's a hybrid between the two. So it's either way, it's messed up. It doesn't make sense. Yeah, that's. It's weird. It's messed up. Yeah. And yeah, we find out, hey, uh, Yes, we worship you because you are carrying blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Then we get some weird dream hallucinations with Alana. The train thing? The, the stuff that was in the train, the, the dreams while she was in the train. Yeah. Of her younger ages, where it's definitely adult content there. That- oh, Right. Adult activities. There's another thing I didn't catch that if it, this part was dreaming, but uh, when they jump on the train and Marco starts to fall off, um, uh, Hazel. Hazel, I about said Alana, and I'm like, that's. Uh, Hazel wrong. uses her string magic. Right. But if you look at it, it's different color and font uh, when she says the magic word. And uh, Alana just says what she said, and it's in that same color. And <laughs> it's the font. same magic. Like, so ditto. she's like able to use the magic as well. She did her. Uh, exactly. Like, uh, do the thing that does the thing. She didn't actually say the magic word. That cracked me up. But it ends with a, they or their son, as roughly the same age as Hazel. That one kind of like made me feel things uh, of the ghosts of Christmas potential. Yeah. Yeah, that was very very sad. 
so, and he goes through like two issues with them, right? It's a couple issues where yeah. you find out that part of being of carrying a oh, what is the I don't want to say it. What is Alana? She's a dead body. Yeah, I mean, yeah, as she has magic abilities, and one thing that they can do is they can predict, they can cast hollow, you know, projections sort of things. Mm-hmm. Now, the problem is, the more you do that, the more likely even Marco's like, uh, mm-hmm. you got to quit that because you're going to go into cardiac arrest. And she's like, right. I can't. I don't know Which, how I'm even. I don't doing even this. know how I'm doing it. So, oh, I don't know how. Why to would I even want to if I knew how to? Right. But it's a really cool story that we see of, okay, if this child were to live. You know, what it could it be like? Now, this is a lot of even says, no, I don't want this because this is skipping all the messy stuff. This is just like the highlights of the could be mm-hmm. the best. I know this isn't real. You know, this isn't real. Mm-hmm. But how much trauma can this cause on Hazel, who is still a child that may think, oh, this is my real dead brother. You right. are on the run for your life with parents that shouldn't be together on a starship going from planet to planet. She's traumatized. She's going to end up traumatized. Oh, yeah. But the, when she first sees the projection of her brother, it, he, she just says, is that a nice ghost like Isabel? Right. So oh, she thinks right. it's a ghost. Right. It's, not... She doesn't quite get that it's just a projection. You know, it's not even real. And in all the seriousness, they still have a fun, they have a fart joke, which is just funny. Like the the ghost kid, like, oh, farts, like rips right in, like is flying like right in front of her face. And- that fart was great. So, like, like oh, you can tell that's the pure their children mm-hmm. still. Yeah, mm-hmm. I do. Skipping a little bit beyond the other stuff that happened, when we do see that he leaves, that he's no longer being projected, we do see the ability that children have to cope with things. Mm-hmm. They're just they're more resilient than we give credit to. They're willing to accept things. As they are, without questioning. I think that's the thing that, as adults, we have problems with. We like we we question the whys and the wherefores, you know. And she's like, I, I think there's a part of her that's not saying, it was fun while it lasted, yes. and I'm glad we got to do this, you know. The brother that I never will have, or mm-hmm. right, whatever. Right. Um, there is a side story with Prince Robot, oh, and... The horse people and stuff, it's there for a reason. I mean, it doesn't do a whole lot in this. Sure. But I, I, I think it is truly there to show that romance can come anywhere. Because the other moon girl, whatever her name is. Petrie. Like, Petrie. We're just going to call her Petrie. Uh, where she's like, I need to find love, please. Someone, They're like, fighting, like, too. Like she, like, she did a blood sacrifice. She was casting magic. It was like, hey, gods, I've never asked for anything my entire life. I, you know, I'm pouring out. Make my the, someone I can love come to me. Then all it does is, like, it rains. <laughs> it's like, oh, well, you're kind of SOL on that one. But then we see the new doctor that's going to help Alana, this wolf creature thing. I, all Again, covered, I don't understand what goes on in this. All covered in blood. Um... But I mean, she has, she is, she herself is a recent mother. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a litter of her of her own that's just hanging out in the house that's scary and creepy, creepy haunted house. But they're adorable little puppies. <laughs> <laughs> Before they turn into monsters, and you find out that she's not covered in blood because she's like a murderer monster. Like, no, I just did my job. I haven't had time to clean up. You set off my like proximity alert. I need you're, you're you know I, I gotta do what I gotta do, and yeah, it's. 
interesting. Um, but I do like the one point of she just she they do address that yes she had another client recently like mm-hmm. an hour before you got there almost mm-hmm. it seems, and they're like oh what is what is a proper abortion at this point, and she's like well this other one they said like if she give her if she gave birth to her to her spawn then it would be you know deformed it would be in suffering it would die shortly after, and yes it's past the quote legal time for abortions as though she's there to take care of it like well it's not the best but it helps ease suffering mm-hmm. and marco's all trying to be on a high horse like well but you know we're good people because he you know our child is dead she's like well but it's still the law and that's what i'm here for and it definitely has some play on okay what is where is his morals versus where it's her morals at like mm-hmm. oh i imagine you're not doing all you know everybody good favors but she's like but you don't know you're just guessing that just because I'm not the official town of abortion town. I'm on the backside of the planet, but it, it was it was weird, but interesting, I guess. Quite liked it when she was put on on the doctor's masks or the surgeon masks, and she's being you know, hygienic as a, as a wolf who's got fur everywhere, and you know, <laughs> and like is not that, wearing any clothes, yeah. not wearing any clothes at all. <laughs> right, it's like that's the important part, right there. I mean, you don't want to. Yeah, I, I got nothing on that one. Yep, but then we do see. The brother disappear. Like, yeah, and turn. It's, um, so we're assuming at that point that is when the abortion of the dead fetus is being done. So apparently the effects are immediate. It's not just unless it, she's truly unconscious. I wonder if Alana's knocked out. They don't really. They don't. Because she's projecting. Right. So we don't see if she's actually unconscious or if that's when the deed is done. They yeah. don't. We don't need to see that. It's just right. it's the assumption. Okay. Well, it's done now. Yeah. Right. And Hazel and the brother know that you know he's going to be disappearing soon. So she's singing him a lullaby. I and, thought that was really sweet. Yeah, and it was the lullaby that uh, Isabel Isabel sang to her. Sang to her. Uh, yeah, right. And it was, it was funny. The I'm sorry, chubby baby, and then ends with, uh, uh, so never accept fakey beauty standards or develop unhealthy body issues for this dumb song. Like <laughs> it was like that's ridiculous, but that's fun. Uh, and that's the end of that issue. Mostly, I mean, we There's do see a little bit more side story with uh, the with Prince Robot. Prince but... Robot, where he kisses what's her name, I. Is Petrie. it Petrie? Is it Petrie? Nah, it's like, so. got three more syllables in there somewhere. But it's close enough to Petrie. It's okay, so I'm not wrong by saying Petrie then. No, it's good enough. Okay. Uh <laughs> and then we get to see some flashbacks of the will and how he's Yay! messed up. Mm-hmm. And he's crazy. Yeah. He's he's not all there. Where he saw his uncle kill his father. father. Because his father was beating his sister. Uh, his sister. At least. At, at least. I was taking away as there was some sexual misconduct I think as well. so, too, yeah. Because it was definitely only her, that, and that wasn't nothing with him, too. So right. That, if it was, I would think of it as beating me both, not just her. Right. But, yeah, and like, oh, well, this is, it has him all young, covered in blood, like, from his uncle. Not even flinching. From his uncle axing him. Uh, I do like the... They're saying up the more and more of the standard of oh, if you are a bounty hunter, you have a sidekick, and it's going to be some weird animal of some short, sort or another. This one's a lizard of sorts, an iguana maybe. I don't know. But who did what's his face have? So he had Lion Cat originally. Oh, his was Lion Cat, and yeah. then he um, ended up getting Sweet Boy also from his sister. From his but the sister. one thing I noticed, which I don't remember in previous issues, um, the dog that looked like Deadpool. 
he's Sweet he's a rug in this, or is that just the same species? No, I'm th- no, it is because she even says, "I killed after I killed your dog, I made a rug out of it." Oh, I missed she, that. She did say that. that. Okay, and yeah, I didn't notice it until after she says, like, "Oh wait, yeah," which is sad. That was, was a good dog, but yeah, and she's making him relive his highlight reel of traumas and everything, try to figure out what's going on, and and he is really getting out of shape. Well, I mean. <laughs> He already no, was. he's getting more shapes. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you could almost say he might be getting in, into shape because she keeps, she's starving him and torturing him. That, so. and I think his hair is getting gray now. I think it's, because if you go to the next page, it's when he's a uh, flashback and it's young, it's brown, more brown than it is in right. the previous one. Uh, I liked when she did the reveal of who I am, like, oh, you killed my husband or fiance or whoever. And he was like, uh, who? I'm sorry. I killed so many. I killed so many people. You're not even that's hitting my job. radar. Like and it's like, oh well, he was. Oh, he's like, oh, that's right. He was one of the gangsters that you complained about on Planet Sextillion that had the Tommy guns. He was one of them. Was her fiance? Oh, okay. I was like, oh, that's a fun little nod to that. So like, at least that we got more. We got closure on people that we didn't even realize that were valuable at all. But I do enjoy that. Like, oh, you're so you're my you're my arch nemesis, really? Because who are you? I don't know who you are. Like, that's that's almost extra insulting. Like, you nothing. I nothing you. I don't hate you. I nothing you. You're just another statistic. You took everything from me. I don't even know who you are. But then you see her spaceship, which is a jellyfish, which looks really cool. It does. I mean, it's a whole mansion island. It's it's a nice house on the lake. There's all the jellyfish. It's what it, it's what it's yeah, like. I, know. I mean. She has her own pool. And then 48, we see Goose. Yep. Goose being awesome. Goose. Goose and the son of Prince Robot. Squire. Squire, thank you. Uh, they're starving to death because they've been stuck on this planet without food and resources for however long. It's been, a, it's been a minute. Well, I think there was a time jump because I think Prince Robot and I think Hazel looks older than she did earlier this fall. Yes, this is definitely a time jump because they... So, one thing that you show the time jump is when Hazel was playing with the ghost brother, mm-hmm. uh, she's like, no fair, I don't know how to fly yet. At the end of this issue, she, she is, is flying. flying and so her wings are bigger. So, there's definitely been some time that has passed where she has aged up as well. And even Prince Robot says, hey, once they once they do land, like, oh, look how much you've grown. Uh, I do sort of enjoy the properness where he kind of shakes his hand at first and it's like, I haven't seen you in a long time. Well, and you see Goose in the background just hugging yeah. uh, right. Marco, like, full on. Jumped into his arms. Jumped into, I mean, he kind <laughs> to get into his arms, he'd have to jump because yeah. it's like twice his height. But yeah, they're, Squire and Robot are just shaking hands. Hazel, boys are weird. Be nice, dear. But you're not wrong. Like, yes, right. they are weird. Like, it it's is because they it didn't, is. you know, hug each other and stuff like that. They were yeah. affectionate. Right. And it ends with. And that boy would become my brother of like, oh, Squire is like, it almost had a, like almost a flirtation, like a child mm-hmm. flirtation. Yeah. But then like, no, no, that's not what this is. We're siblings because we were, you know, both, you know, on the run for our entire lives and, you know, blah, blah, blah. And that's her brother now is this robot princeling. So that is volume eight of Saga. Only one volume left, folks. And then and the new issues start. And that'll be our picks of the week every time it comes out, probably. That's the future, Adrian. No. Embrace it. No. Between me and Again, Jared. again, I do. I mean, it's one of those things. I can't stand the book. However, I can appreciate the book. For what it is. For what it is. Yeah. 
you know, is it weird? Yeah. Is it awful? Yeah. It's a romance novel in graphic form. And I like graphics. Right. I do. Yeah. It's it's not it's not your run of the mill superhero, blah blah blah. This isn't for everybody. This is one of those books like you've gotta be in this game for some time to see those artistic values that are there, right? So yeah. So with that, Jared, I bought as much time as I could. Oh, I'm I'm there. Okay, so we're gonna talk about your heroes of the week. You guys go first, though. (laughs) Oh, you're there, but now now you need us to fill in. Exactly. Okay, okay. Our heroes of the week, be it comic book or otherwise, Adrian, who is your hero of the week, comic book or otherwise? Shawnee Police Department. Uh, As you know, uh, I I wonder. Yeah, whatever. Uh, So this lady rear-ended me on the way here, and uh, they responded with excellent speed. Shawnee's not that big. (laughs) No, but they were busy. Yeah. Because people don't know how to drive. Because? To dive into that a little more? No, not because. It's because they don't know how to drive. But diving into more than that. The fact that there's a roundabout doesn't mean anything. People just don't know how to drive. But I want to say because there was a car accident also, they were busy. Yeah, right, at the roundabout. So there's an accident before you, and then your accident as well. And then mine too. Uh, The guy was cool. The uh, police officer was professional and uh yeah cool uh my hero of the week i don't know uh i'm i'm gonna say old man logan uh, from wastelanders wolverine because he adopted this hulk son this hulkling kid yeah because he killed his dad well yeah who was a monster and he still killed his dad and uh okay spoiler alert at this point he didn't kill his dad he's still alive in this from a certain point of view that's right. There's more. Uh, read it to find out. But at one point, um, Wolverine is, you know, out in the wilderness with this crying, starving child and a team of ghost riders come up on them while they're at camp. And well, at this point, uh, Wolverine has no problem popping his claws again. Oh, no, I like that, though. They were all ready to take him out until he popped the claws. And they're like, oh, crap. And he cut him to pieces. And then after the fight was settled, he saw baby Bruce chewing on an arm, a human arm. And no, we do not eat people. Spit it out. It was just I, That was funny. Because, I mean, the kid doesn't know. It's been fed weirder things, I imagine. So there's they were eating humans. Yeah. But this is funny. Like, no, we do not eat humans. And I, I just thought that was funny. So, yeah, I'm going to go Old Man Logan slash Wolverine is my hero of the week. And Jared. I'm going to do a the Bat family of in Robin and Batman, the comic. I love the dynamic between Bruce, Alfred, and Dick Grayson. Uh, they're just so well intertwined. Each character is so different, but they're just thrown together. You know, Alfred is, they really show how he is the glue of this family. Mm -hmm. So I don't want to give any spoilers in the book, so I'm going to leave it there. But the three of them together, there's aspects in this book that each one of them portray really well. All right. So with that, we will say thank you for listening, folks. Thank you for following us on MySpace. (laughs) That's right. I still haven't checked in months. (laughs) But also, thanks for following the store on Facebook, MySpace, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, 
You could be buying something right now while we're recording this. It's very well possible. You know what else you could do? You could come into the store and buy something. And I'll be honest, coming to the store is going to be a lot easier for you and for us because our website's not the best. So always recommend in the store. Plus, you can check out some board games that we have, some cool statues that we have. And let's be honest, what you really want to do is meet the celebrities of the podcast. That's right. And Purple Feet's there so you can drink to handle dealing with the celebrities <laughs> that are on the podcast. Because... Oh, we know that sometimes, sometimes we need it while just recording the podcast with each other. Just so, so you all know, uh, Purple Feet has Lillet that I've requested that they buy, and now they can make a Vesper, and they're getting pretty good at it. So just you, FYI. You're going to make sure they get, they're experts at it. Remember, one Vesper a week. That's, that's <laughs> Yeah. That's a pretty I'm good, only allowed one. That, that's a pretty easy rule. Just yeah. do one a week. That's fine. So, yes, thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing this on your social medias. Uh, no one has claimed of listening to the episode and want to pick up Trouble yet. So <laughs> it's still sitting at the store if you want to. Trouble with the capital T. If you want to read a arguably awful story. No, it isn't arguably an awful. It is an awful story. I imagine <laughs> someone somewhere likes it. I don't know who that is. I don't know. I don't know, but I imagine there's a lot of probabilities. There has to be at least one person. I'm willing to bet that even the writers are like, why did we do this? I mean, that's possible. But anyway, (laughs) uh, yeah, if you want to pick up trouble, just mention it when you're at the store. Mention it to me because if you ask Mark, he'll like what? So either me or Adrian, we know what we're talking about. Everyone else might not know what we're talking about. But So yeah, that is... Uh, for this week, folks, next week we'll talk about Saga Volume 9 and next week's books, and we'll figure out some sort of topic. We'll see. I mean, it's the end of the year. It's getting close to the end of the year. But, I mean, we could do the end of the year recap next week and just skip the final, final week. We'll see what happens. But until then, we'll see you next time, and thank you for listening. Dude, the will is crazy. Yeah.